The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. I was saying earlier on, uh, the, the one point I'm really looking forward to unpacking this afternoon is a judicial overall update. Certainly no lack of action there. But, uh, well, for now, uh, joining us on the line is Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Rolene, always a pleasure to have you on board. Good afternoon. Welcome. Always a pleasure to be on board, Captain. The Captain? Oh, so I'm the Captain now. I'm not a champion anymore. I'm a Captain. (laughs) Always a champion. Okay, and so you're you're my first officer then. You're the ex-go. Rolene, great to chat to you again uh, this afternoon. Let's start with the the Operation Olive Branch, which ends with expressions of thanks from Turkey. Israeli Foreign Minister is on a one-day visit to Turkey in solidarity. Take us through this. Well, our exceptional search and rescue uh, from the Home Front Command have returned home, as have nearly all of the search and rescue teams from around the world. They arrived yesterday afternoon, and they arrived to a ceremony of thanks by the Prime Minister, also our Defence Minister Yoav Galant and the new Ramat Khal, the IDF Chief of Staff, Herzihan Levy, also present. But particularly moving was the presence of Turkey's ambassador to Israel, who wanted to thank the uh, IDF Home Front Command uh, for all their efforts and all the uh, fire and rescue, Magin Davida, Dawn paramedics, and all who participated in Israel's extraordinary search and rescue efforts uh, under Operation uh, Olive Branch. Uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said this is an unprecedented number of rescues compared to previous IDF rescue missions. Uh, he referred to 19 civilians that were pulled alive from the rubble. Now, what is important to note is that while the IDF recovered 19 civilians alive, there were hundreds who unfortunately, whose bodies they had to recover for burial. Uh, I, I can't even begin to imagine what their experience was like either. But he said the entire people of Israel are proud of you. The entire people of Israel followed your rescue operation with great emotion. You went on behalf of the country and you brought great honor to the state of Israel. We saw you in action in the cold, in difficult conditions around the clock, in the most sacred work a person can do, saving the lives of others. You did something else. You showed the entire world the true and beautiful face of the state of Israel, a small country with a huge soul, a country that rushes to help others around the world and in the harshest conditions, out of humanity and the highest morality. This is the true face of Israel. And indeed, well done to Israel and all its efforts. Of course, it doesn't stop there. I'd like to revisit this uh, issue a little later on in the program, time permitting those rolling. Uh, I'd like to move on to these, uh, two, these two terror attacks in a matter of hours carried out by what? 13-year-olds. Am I reading this correctly? 13-year-olds <laughs> carrying out terror attacks. What's happening here? You, you are reading this uh, correctly. In fact, Hamas have appealed to the, uh, the, the, to the youth to carry out terror attacks against Israelis. And if anybody Mm -hmm. still doesn't see something wrong with uh, promoting Mm -hmm. 13-year-olds to go and kill people, there is something drastically wrong with the the movements they support. This is not any resistance uh, is resistance. This is child abuse in its most grotesque 
form, turning children into killers. But yes, two terror attacks, one in the old city of Jerusalem, a 13-year-old Palestinian stabbed an Israeli man who uh, is in stable condition. And then just a matter of hours later, very, very tragic situation, a border guard, a Bedouin border guard, Staff Sergeant Asil Sawad, was killed when a 13-year-old stabbed him as he was checking vehicles at a checkpoint near Shuafat. And then uh, in a horrible, horrible accidental twist of fate, a civilian security guard opened fire trying to neutralize the 13-year-old terrorist and unfortunately hit Staff Sergeant Sawad who later died of his uh, wounds as a result of both the stabbing and the shooting. And his funeral was a short while ago attended by thousands. That's unbelievable. I also read up earlier on about something regarding uh, terror literature, which uh, which uh, young people are being given, uh, young Palestinians are being given to, uh, uh, you know, like... Um to, in response to Jewish people and Israeli people, what to carry, how to carry out uh, violence and attacks and and uh, hatred. Well, I urge everybody to get onto Palestinian Media Watch. I think it's PalestinianMediaWatch.org or PMW.org. Mm-hmm. And there are accounts there of what young Palestinians are taught in their schools, in the media, uh, under the auspices of the Palestinian uh, Authority as well as Hamas. And they are indoctrinated from a very, very early age from from their mother's milk to hate Jews, to aspire to become shaheeds, uh, martyrs. And there are direct uh, instructions of where on a person's body to stab them in, in order to kill them. This is not an exaggeration. Sure. The evidence is out there. Governments have been made aware uh, of this kind of literature. And this is why you see some governments, unfortunately not all, mm-hmm. uh, putting pressure on the Palestinians to change the education of hatred that is in their their textbooks. Unbelievable. I don't know what to say there, but uh, anyway, Rolene, well, we can only hope that, you know, sanity prevails one day and, uh, you know, this, this all ends somehow. I mean, that, that that's absolutely insane to indoctrinate kids with that kind of literature, but we must move on. What I've, As I said, what I've been looking forward to hearing from you now is the judicial overall updates. Please, the floor is yours. What's happening there? Well, the floor is actually uh, one former Prime Minister, uh, Naftali Bennett, he has weighed in on the judicial reforms. And uh, he said, you know, this is the most dangerous point in Israeli history. He says that, you know, he understands the need for reforms. And this is something that all parties have been saying. It's not that nobody wants reforms. The president addressed it uh, very, very diplomatically and elegantly where he said he's concerned about the lack of diversity. He's concerned about the lack of um, uh, Sephardi Jews mm-hmm. or, or, or Sephardi um, judges that sit in the Supreme Court. However, it needs to be done with broad-based consensus. And also the big issue is that override clause. So uh, Naftali Bennett says, you know, we need to say yes to the president's uh, initiatives. He says we need to reform. He says, but we cannot go from one system of uh, extreme to another system of extremes. And he's backing the president's call to uh, to put a freeze, to, to hold off 
on uh, these judicial overhauls while there can be constructive mm-hmm. um, conversations that can take place. Well, certainly that's the, uh, that could be a route at least to settle the dust with, with what's been going on. Speaking of which, with the dust, has the dust settled? Uh, are there still protests going on? Uh, from, there from will Israel. still be protests as long as these overhauls go ahead uh, in the manner that they are proposed. There will be protests, uh, and they're just going to grow bigger and bigger and bigger. It's now estimated that there were about three hundred thousand people in Jerusalem yesterday, wow. uh, and, and of course tens of thousands in other cities, Tel Aviv, Haifa, Beersheba, all around the country. Uh, and a recent poll conducted this weekend, only one in four Israelis support these overhauls in the current version. So there are hopes that some kind of um, sanity will prevail where at least, uh, or at the very least, they are frozen and um, the opposition can enter into discussions and, and, and not just that, that we have broad-based consensus mm-hmm. to which uh, path we take and how we proceed forward. So, Rolene, on the streets right now, has it kind of calmed down or how does it look on the ground right now? People are concerned. There is a very, very real concern about uh, the judicial overhauls. This is all anybody is talking about. And no, it's not about election results. And no, it's not a lefty thing. This is from the left to the center to the right. And people are bringing their children to protests to, you know, to, to learn how to protest. They are very, very peaceful. But, uh, mm-hmm. right. uh Israelis of all ages, all um, political leanings are having their say. Roland, we're going to have to leave it at that. Always a pleasure speaking to you. Thanks so much once again for joining us and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. What's left of it and have a blessed evening. Roland Marks, our correspondent from Israel, giving us uh, the lowdown on uh, what's transpired today in the Holy Land with the foreign minister visiting terror attacks, which we just hope one day will cease and there will be peace. And of course, now Israel having to contend with the judicial overall um, situation. Well, lots going on there.